is a Zerbinator Land production. Enjoy. How's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Hey, I'm glad you came over today. There's so much to talk about. There is. There is quite a bit. Yeah. Anyway, I have to get downstairs. Oh, good. Great. Um, I have downstairs, I have a collection of the, you know, those little army men. Yes. Yeah. They're... They're in the basement and they're cold. What I've done is I've knitted these little tiny wool coats for them. Okay. Because this winter's coming up and they still want to, you know, they, they have not stopped fighting for my right and freedom. And uh, I want to celebrate the fact that they're there for me. Right. And because uh, I'm proud to be an Amer- American. Mm-hmm. So I want to go downstairs and put, I've made little coats. I have a whole bucket of them. You see this little bucket, right? I keep them in this pill container. Right. There they are. Look. Isn't that cute? Oh, I see them. Very nice. Little, yeah. Little how'd you, how'd you knit those by yourself? Well, I shake those a lot. Small. I just got a bunch of string and just like started shaking. And all of a sudden <laughs> I have hats and coats. And so I'm going to take these down there and put them on the little army men because they get cold in the winter. And uh, unfortunately, I have a little plastic Taliban too. <laughs> God, God. Yeah. So, but no, it's pretty nice because in this container... I made them new little, um, look at that. Isn't that cute? Towels. For I don't know head. what that is. Little towels for their heads. <sighs> <laughs> so I'm going to go down and clothe them. And uh, I'll be back. All right. I'll see Have you. Fun. See you in a bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jerry, how are you doing? Yeah, how are you getting, De- uh, Dina getting along? Oh, really? You're making a movie? Wow. What kind of movie are you making? Oh, that's pretty awesome, Jerry. Where's uh, Dina? Come here for a second. Can I ask you what uh, what do you think of the movie that uh, Jerry wrote? Oh, you think you didn't get as as many lines as you should have? Oh, that's too bad. Jerry, can you fix that, you think? Not in your contract. Well, okay. Well, uh, I hope you guys have fun making it. Have a good time. I guess I'm waiting for somebody to come over. I don't know, because usually when Kevin's in the basement. People come over. I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you. Somebody's coming over. Oh, okay. I I thought that was the... Okay. I'll be down. Swords. I wonder who's coming over. Oh, there they are. Coming. Hey. Hi, Bernie. Oh, boy. Oh. What happened? It's been a long journey. I'm back again. Yes, you are. And, uh... Can I sit down? Sure. Have a seat. Hmm. Sounds bad, but you got a cold? Been four years. Long, Has it been that long? Almost a long four years since I've been doing this again. Oh, okay. So taking its toll on you, huh? Yeah. You got a ways to go yet, buddy. What? You got a ways to go yet. Don't they vote in like the end of September? No, next November, next year. Next year? Yeah. I thought it was this year. Nobody told you that? Oh, jeez. Yeah, you got a ways to go, bud. Oh, jeez. Want some Vivarin? Vivarin? Anything with the letter V. (laughs) Anything. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. It's been been constant. I was, I'm excited because I'm campaigning uh, next month, which is what I thought was the presidential election, but apparently I was wrong. You're wrong. Yes. Yeah. 
Hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. Uh oh, is Jerry here? Uh oh. Who's got your tail? No, I wouldn't do that. Who's got it? I wouldn't do that. Oh, there it is. No, I couldn't see it. It was under his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yep. I need help. I'm going to the South. Okay. And I don't know how to talk to people in the South. So of all people to help me, I was hoping I could use your phone and you could help me also. Uh, We could call my friend Sarah Palin. You know, she and I are very close. Okay. (laughs) So close. And uh, she's going to help me with my bumpkin slang. Oh, oh boy. You know, the country bumpkin slang. You know, let's alienate more people from the audience. (laughs) We're not alienating anyone. We're celebrating our differences by Uh, way of humor. Okay. And that's what's so funny about it. If we laugh, we giggle. If we don't, we cry. Right. How's that? The good coffee? I drank your coffee. No, you didn't. You drank. That was Kevin's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's two things that are terrible. The election's next year, and I drink Kevin's coffee. Yeah, sorry. Hey! What? I'm going to call uh, Sarah. Can I use your telephone? Sure. Here you go. Thank you. Hold on. All right, let me go ahead and thank you for the phone. You're welcome. This phone is uh, VTech. A little high. Oh, no, that's f- not my phone. That's my burner phone. Your burner phone? Yeah, don't tell anybody. What's a burner? Don't worry about it. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Don't worry about it. We never had this conversation. All right, here we go. All righty. Six. <laughs> two. Eight. Seven. Son of a... <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Do this again. Two. Three. Five. Is it eight or six? Six. Three. Five. Eight. Nine. Four. 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 Eight. Seven. Three. One. Nine. See, she lives pretty far away. Hey, yeah. Uh, Six, nine, five, five. The son of a bitch. The number you have dialed is not valid. Please check Sarah? the number and try again. Sarah? <laughs> last time. Last time. All right. C, five, nine. C. How's your kids? Uh, we don't have any kids. All right. Good morning. How are my kids? Uh, they're good. What's a burner phone? <laughs> Hold on. I'm on the phone. Finally. Hello? Hello? Wait till they pick up. Uh, three. Normally three rings. Hello? What? Hello? What'd you say? Oh, hello? 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 Sa- yes? Hello? Sa- Sarah? Sarah? Well, who is this? It's, it's Bernie. It's the burn. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm Sarah Palin, and you're Bernie Sanders. Okay. Remember, we talked about this. I know. I wasn't <laughs> sure which one was which, and I get confused. Oh, 
Next, our next meeting, we'll talk about that. Well, let's. Uh, I have to ask for your help again because, uh, as you remember, I'm coming down to the South to campaign next month, and oh. I, I need to uh, go down these these slang things that you and I were working on, and run them by. Oh, yeah. Run them by. I know program. all them southern so those southern phrases. I'm a pro at that. I you know, like. They love them some pumpernickel bread down there, and I do too. I love that. Do they put grape jelly on it? <laughs> and you know what? They really do. I was hoping they, they would. With a little bit of, you got to add a little bit of butter. Oh, that tastes good. I, I like to yeah. order it in the restaurants when I go to Wendy's. You know, I just came from there. (laughs) Did you really? I did. Don't tell anybody I eat fast food. I'm supposed to be a health nut. That's Mm -hmm. true. You are. I will not say a word as long as you don't tell them that I need help with the slang. I want them to think I actually actually thought this myself. And uh, we're going to go down the top 10 things and run them by Ferg here. The top 10 uh, slang sentences that we could use when I'm doing my campaigning. Is that okay with you? Oh, yeah. That would be hunky-dory. Okay. Here, coming in at number 10. Number 10. Coming in at number 10, uh, Mr. Biden, he talks so much. How much does he talk? Well, let me put it this way. Don't let your alligator mouth overload your mockingbird butt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. You did a good job. But the thing is, you need to try to talk like them southern folk down there. You know, they have that twing that draw things i need i need i need a lot of help with that i can try it. let me tr- draw <laughs> draw there you go draw yeah you need more, a lot more practice that's, that's <laughs> you know like uh, let me show you let me show you how it's done okay okay, okay. number nine. Oh, you know trump he is just so dumb how dumb, how dumb is he, is he? uh that boy ain't the smartest Paint it in the turd. <laughs> oh, I see now. I'm starting to get the hang of it. Let me try. Here goes. Yeah, you need to put I, your words out like draw. Draw like <laughs> something's like my sock draw. <laughs> okay, number number eight. It's so warm in the south. How warm is it? It stuck is stuck tighter than a snot on a hot oven door. Oh boy! <laughs> oh my I, gosh! I think that I'm getting was it. so good. I am flabbergasted. <laughs> I, I am trying so hard. It really hurts my brain. Number seven. You need to maybe a little. We need to correct it a little bit. Okay. So we're gonna say like um, Melania Trump is hoping to stay in the White House. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, just cause that cat had her kittens in the oven, don't make them biscuits. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I, let me try one. Number five. You know, I'm I, Bernie. Me, Bernie. Me, Bernie. You, you, Sarah. You, Ferg. Yeah, remember? Yes. Let's go over that. We'll go over that later okay. again. Remember? Okay, because I, I get confused. Don't bring that up no more. Please. I promise. I 
<laughs> I am going to win so quickly. How quick are you going to win, Bernie? Stick a paper umbrella up my butt because call me a hurricane. I can't do it. I'm not doing no. so well. So you just forgot your whole southern accent. I should there. St- stick a paper at first and you just take. Can I try? I mean, you take. Can I try one more time? Let me stick a paper. No, I need to. No, I need to. Let me show you again. Okay. 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 Stick right. a paper umbrella up my ass. <laughs> no. I said we're not going to do it again. We're going to go to the next one. Paper. Okay, Bernie? Umbrella up my ass because. <laughs> Bernie. What? Number four. Elizabeth, now listen closely, okay? okay? So Elizabeth Warren's butt looks so funny. How, how funny does it look? How funny? Her behind looks like a couple of squirrels fighting over an acorn in the gunny sack. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. You understand that, Bernie? That's how you need to talk, okay? I'm going to try. Okay, here's mine. Okay. No, four. I need you to really focus, and I want to be proud of you, so I need you to do a good job, okay? Number three. You know what the difference is between Republicans and Democrats? What? I, I'd I'd like to have two of those coats, one to shit on and the other one to cover it up with. <laughs> that was wonderful. I'm working, on it. I'm working on it. You know what I did? When is, you try, you succeed. I tr- <laughs> if I try, I succeed. Very good, Bernie. If I try, I succeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Emphasis on that. Can you okay? give me one? Can you give me like one more, and then I'll I'll try one. Okay. And number one. Trump is so pudgy. <laughs> How pudgy How is pudgy he? How pudgy is he? If frogs had wings, they wouldn't bump their butts when they land. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. You understand? I'm starting you to get it. You say that drawl. That drawl. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't draw it, you know, like on a piece of paper. Oh, that's why. You draw it. Well, listening to Trump babble is so annoying. How annoying is it? Why, that's just like wiping your ass on a wagon wheel. There just ain't no end to it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Bernie, I think you got it. I think you got it good. I did it. Oh, God. I think I'm yeah. a- I am so proud. I feel like a mama bear right now. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for your time. Do you want to give us one more before you go? Good Lord willing in the creek, don't rise. <laughs> Pre-recorded live at KMAX Studios right here in New England in the Upper Eastern United States in association with Delaware. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by. And Ferg's mistress, Computer. Please sit back and please enjoy the show, and please stand by. The show is about to begin.
Hello and welcome to episode 88. 88. Oh, please. Damn it. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll do it good. I'll give you, I'll give you a longer pause. Okay. All right. In three, two. <laughs> Why do they do that? Okay. Okay. Three. Yeah. Two. Okay. And you, ever, you ever watch the news guys when they're doing their news and then they get lost and all of a sudden the uhs come in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing live and uh, it seems like what we have here is a traffic jam. Uh, <laughs> seems like... Three, two... Hello and welcome to episode 88 of Please Stand By. 88! This is a Please Stand By con... Com, com. This is a pod... Fuck... <laughs> This is a comedy podcast about nothing and everything all at once. Pre-recorded right here, live in Mood Swing Studios in the heart of Connecticut in association with Delmarva. Pre-recorded twice. It, apparently, apparently, I picked a studio name. Let's put that in, yeah. Mood Swings. Bless you, K-Mac. We're going to Mood Swing Studios. This envelops everything. Mood Swing Studios was the studio I had before I moved out here to Connecticut. It was a real studio in D.C., and it's what I recorded all my friends and families with. Oh, And cool. that was the name of it. If you look at that three-hour Christmas video I have online right. at YouTube, you'll see it was recorded in Mood Swing Studio. And it was fully functional, too. I, I actually had papers and documents for all kinds of people, and tapes are still up on the wall. Wow. That belongs to bands like New Delhi. N-E-W Delhi, like a New Delhi opened up. Yes. Uh, there's a, a dude named Frank who had plenty of tastes. My buddy, Mike Groshan had his whole set of recordings there, uh, recorded a guy who was in that band, uh, spin doctors. Really? Yep. Became famous later. And somehow the tape is missing oh. maybe because he wanted it and didn't want me to have that anymore. Oh, maybe. And, um, that's it. And I recorded a couple of females that wanted to get their name in the door. And then I recorded Katrina before she was my daughter. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. To record somebody before they even were part of your family. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to do? Talk? Uh, sure. All right. Hold on one second while I press that button. What? Last time on Please Stand By. <laughs> we were recording and all of a sudden the recorder stopped. So we're doing this entire show over. Yay. Here. Sorry. This is the time for pleasant discussion in a thoroughly relaxed mood. Don't spring unpleasant surprises. If they have disagreeable news, they'll postpone the discussion until another time. So me? <laughs> Been like that for the past 50-something episodes. <laughs> 80 episodes. You've been on 88? <gasps> 80. You have? You've been on 80 episodes? Yeah. Well, actually, you started episode 7. Right. But I've still been on 80, plus a couple. Okay, let's argue later. Just get to you. Okay. So, uh, I have bad hearing. What? And I got hearing aids to correct that. Really? Yeah. About six years ago, I went to the uh, audiologist and they said that uh, I, was lose I had lost high frequency sounds. Some yeah. high frequency sounds. And they you, you talked didn't about lose how the sounds, the ability to hear them. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a, I, contacts, Kevin. 
There's well, there's no there's no high frequency sound uh, in the house. Excuse me. There, that's a low frequency. Yeah. <laughs> so I got hearing aids. Uh, I went to another audiologist, and I had lost or earlier this year. My right ear kind of closed up a little bit, and I thought it was just wax, but. The, yeah. Both uh, my regular doctor and the audiologist said, nope, not wax. <laughs> so, so I ended up getting hearing aids. Uh, they work pretty well, except for the feedback I'm getting right now. <laughs> Are you getting it really bad? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time out. Go for it. All right. I'll be right back. Whatever you need to do. It. What? <laughs> he has gotten up from the table. He is walking to the bedroom cursing. He is looking for a phone. He found it. He is going to be walking back in three, two, one. He stopped and turned towards the fridge. He's opened the fridge door. He's gotten a donut. He's stopping to eat the donut. Eating the donut. Donut's gone. He gets a glass of milk. He's enjoying it. Taking a sip, puts the glass down, is now walking back towards the studio with the cup. Oh boy, he's sits, talking. <laughs> sits down and puts his headphones on. Okay, and now so, he's back at the so what I just pack. did was uh, I have oh. an app on my phone that mm -hmm. allows me to control the, the hearing aids uh, with the volume and everything. I think it, there must be some way I can turn them down. I haven't really looked at the manual yet, but... There should be a thumb dial. There's a thumb thing. There's a button on it, but I think that just turns them on and off. I'm not sure. Is there another button where you got volume up and volume down? No. No. Hmm. But anyway, um, they don't, Do you get, they're not very you intrusive. Uh, you don't, I thought I would feel them all the time, but I don't. They're like way shoved way in my ear, but I have a little trouble getting them in there sometimes all the way in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sometimes I have trouble getting it all the way in, Kev. Yeah, really? I have to ask. No. <laughs> Do you get UHF with those, or is it just a... Just VHF. Just VHF. Yeah, yeah. Um, in all seriousness, the first time I heard this, I was flabbergasted that you are using your phone to control these things, including bass and treble. Bass and treble, yep. I can control the direction. So if I'm sitting, if we're in a diner, I'm sitting with you, I can just point it at you, so I just hear you, and the other sounds kind of get diminished. When you do that, do you hear these little microphones going... No, like pointing really. <laughs> to the front or to the back, like a turret, an ear turret. No, that would be awesome. Yeah, not really. And um, if if you do not mind me asking, uh, insurance did cover them a little or a lot? Uh, a little bit. And is it ridiculous on the other end? Yes. Jeez. <laughs> but are they like guaranteed if you go swimming or in the shower and da 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 da? Uh, for th three years, I think. Yeah. Okay, so like, if you do take a shower with them, do they fizzle out and cause yeah, an electrical shock? Yeah, they said not to think, not to get them wet. <laughs> Don't feed them out. after midnight. And um, if you get a drop of water on them, kefir comes out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry that you have to do this. I'm glad technology is here where you can do bass and treble and you yeah. don't have to listen to So far I was saying You're right that you're you know, trumpet. <laughs> you don't have to hear that. Yeah. Which is good. 
Yeah. And um, God bless you. I'm glad. I'm sorry I told you this before. I thought maybe that the reason that you, you've you lost all those high frequencies somewhere is because of the fact that um, you played all those Atari games with headphones and those are all 8-bit noises up in the higher range. Uh, it could be think? that. It could be the fact that I listened to. When I used to listen to podcasts, sometimes it would hurt, you know, when they said certain uh, yeah. things. So, yeah. and then after a while, it didn't hurt anymore. So I guess that's what they hear. <laughs> Sorry, but that just proves my point that Atari is dangerous. Uh, yeah, Atari is very dangerous. Should be reevaluated. Don't try this at home, kids. Nope, because you could end up with hearing aids. That's right. Atari, deadly, painful, and it's too loud. And speaking of which, my podcast is back too. So there's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's ruin someone else, Ferg. What? Yeah, ruin someone else. What are you talking about? They're hearing, Ferg. Oh, yeah, yeah. All those noises. In no, I did I did actually get uh, Strutters very early on, told me to turn down the uh, the game sounds <laughs> in, the, in the podcast. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I listen Poor to him now, Strutters. like, ooh. <laughs> I hope your insurance covers him. Mm-hmm. So what do you Poor want to talk thing. about, Kevin? Tell me something about oil. Uh, 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 Well, uh, from our last episode, I do want to say really quick before I tell you about the oil. Mm -hmm. If you see my hands now, I put way too much of that lotion on there. Oh, dear. And I'm peeling like crazy. Yeah, your palms are growing hair. My palms are growing hair. My my fingers are all, they look like peeled bananas. Mm. Skin's coming off. It tastes good, though. You ever chew on dead skin? Mm -hmm. Isn't it good? (laughs) Does that make you Dahmerish or I anything so, like that? Yeah. <laughs> Donner party, a Donner party for two. Mm. Oh, just one now. If he's, if he's, yeah, really. <laughs> he's. Uh, <laughs> if he feels guilty that night, he's like, "I'll, I'll go vegan just tonight." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's really gross. I'm like flaking all over the place, but I'm doing much better. Thanks to everyone who asked. <laughs> thanks, thanks to everyone who heard the um, the special edition of Zerbs blurbs on my Patreon page, which I highly suggest you check out if you guys get a chance. I'm not good at the commercials for it because I'm I'm begging for money, <laughs> but please, the money you provide will help enhance this show, enhance how this show is done, the sound of the show. It'll buy Ferg and I new mics, get us closer to this being our livelihood, where Ferg and I sit together for an hour a day and do a show, <laughs> oh and that's God. our only job. <laughs> our only job. We could do it. Yeah, I guess so. S- squeeze that puppy squeeze the loaf out in the morning (laughs) you and i squeeze out a show and then go on with our lives five days a week take weekends off maybe do some special ones once in a while that would be the perfect life making making thousands and thousands of dollars for one hour a day (laughs) yeah and it should happen any day now well that's why i need your help okay please go to patreon.com slash zerbinator and support ferg and i and anyone else that I recommend, Matt Lappy, help him out, help out anybody else that comes along and helps out with the shows. And thank you. Thank but you. That all being said, why did I bring that up? I don't know. <sighs> oh, oh Zerbs Blurbs. You talked about your hands and on Zerbs so, Blurbs. So I, no, I talked about my mom on Zerbs Blurbs. Oh, okay. No one asked how she's doing. It was possible she could have died. She didn't. <laughs> but I want to thank the patrons for taking time to care. 
Dead air, Ferg. <laughs> Dead air. Dead mom. No. Dead mom, Ferg. Eventually. <laughs> Jesus, Kevin. Everyone dies. But she's still alive. That's good. So there goes that. So I got CBD oils coming my way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, mom is doing fine and I should fill people in. Um, mom, mom was going to do a bit for service blurbs. Oh. And we were going to do it called uh, Demented. Uh, what was it? Demented Remarks from My Mother or something <laughs> of that sense. Well, she were very sense of humorish, as you can kind of tell. Yes. Her. We're just very gregarious. We love talking. She loves talking. She knows that she has dementia, and she would love to do a recorded bit for my show. And uh, I asked her, and she said, absolutely. So we were going to do it, and then she almost came to the end of her rocker, and, and God bless her. Mm-hmm. But she's actually fine now. Good. She's actually coming up on the up and up. Good. So she would like to do it. So that'll be coming up eventually, and I'll thank everybody in the future after they listen for their kind words. Did you hear the Zerbs blurbs for? I haven't listened to it yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's right. That's fine. So the CBD oils. <laughs> <laughs> you still I got my money. For, I, I appreciate it. That's not what it's about, though. I know. I know. I'm teasing. It's about everybody else's money. I'm busting your balls, uh, Kevin. On top of yours. Well, me too. I'm trying to give it back. But So the oils. Let's talk about the oils. Let's first. talk about it 20 minutes later. <laughs> I'm going to be taking CBD oil. And I went to my neurologist yesterday morning and I said, hey, what do I have to do to get the good stuff? I don't want to pick up the 7-Eleven version or the version you can get at the Sunoco. I want to get real CBD oil which is from the marijuana plant without THC. It doesn't get you goofy. It's the medicinal part of it. I don't want THC. I do not want to get goofy. He said, we'll have to get you a marijuana license. I said, I don't want to smoke marijuana. I just want the CBD oil. Well, this way, when you go, you can get it in spray or you can get it in food or you can get it in the drops. You can get it. I said, I don't want to go on a buffet. I just want the CBD oil in the bottle. So he says, you still have to sign up for it. We'll do it that way. I said, okay. So they sent me the information to sign up for it. I looked. You got it. They make sure you don't. They register you. You like are. Oh, sure. So I have uh, to get a passport picture and this, that and the other fingerprinted. Um, I have to have my penis measured. Everything you could think of for CBD oil. Mm -hmm. It's expensive, right? It's, I think it's expensive. I haven't really looked at the prices, but um, everyone who uses it says two drops under the tongue and I'm fine. I like all. Oh, so you're doing it internally. You're not rubbing it on your, all over your (laughs) chest. No, I'm not going to rub anything. Not anymore. Not with these hands. Look at them. Yeah. (laughs) They're all flaked up. No, I want to, I want to do drops under the tongue because it seems to help a lot of people and it doesn't get them loopy. Right. And it wouldn't, if if I rubbed it on, it wouldn't, if I sprayed it on, it wouldn't, if I, you know, shoved it in my nose, I'd be fine. But it's just that <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to go backwards. I did so much from 18 to 20. Yeah. But do you want to do some news and commentary? Let's do it. All righty, I'll do it with you. Headlines. We've got all the news right here. Don't go away. We've got all the news right here, so don't go away. Local news. Now it's time for some local news from the mean from the sheets to the streets, baby. Pay me no never mind. Kev. Yeah. Pumpkin spice is back, baby. It sure is in full swing. Yeah, we got it at Dunkin' Donuts. We got it at uh 
Starbucks, and we got it at the CIA. <gasps> yes. You want pumpkin spice, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the CIA. <laughs> that was a terrible version. So apparently the CIA tweeted last week that uh, uh, with a picture of the cups with uh, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts cups with uh, apparently pumpkin spice lattes inside. This says, we know it's not fall yet, but we're in the business of anticipating things before they happen. Isn't that ridiculous? It's hilarious. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That our 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 uh, our protection agency, our uh, I think the word intelligence is in it. Right. Decided that this is so damn important. <laughs> Either that, or somebody's on the CAA going. You know, we haven't tweeted crap in the past couple of months <laughs> because we're a agency that actually deals in secrets, so we can't give too much out. Someone go to Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and get me some cups. This is disgusting. Well, me. they're just following the president's lead, that's all. Ooh. <laughs> Uppercut to the jaw. <laughs> well. The thing that I, I wanted. What is this It's funny because it's true. It, what book is this, Fergie? It says CIA. The real CIA. The real CIA. This book was written by Lyman B. Kirkpatrick Jr. Lyman B. Kirkpatrick Sr. began his more than 22 years in the intelligence services in the United States with the Office of Strategic Services and on the intelligence staff uh, of General Omar Bradley's 12th U.S. Army. Oh. He's one that helped start the CIA way, way back in the day. Well, if you turned in this book, and this book, by the way, came out in... It was for six ninety five when it came out. Oh dear, because <laughs> that's, that's how much the is on the end. But as you can see, I'm turning pages, and this was written copyright nineteen sixty eight, two years before I was born. Right. So if you go to page two nineteen, and I've highlighted this page, and I've also dog deared it, and you'd think I'd be able to find it. <laughs> no, not without CBD oil. <laughs> Here we go, 219, and I'll read this paragraph as if I was Morgan Freeman. Okay. Further complicating the problem was the fact that we had been given a vast subject to cover. Foreign intelligence activities of the United States and a rather short deadline in which to accomplish this. These are the words of Lyman B. Cripshaw. <laughs> the president wanted a report by December 15th. President at that time would have been Hoover in 68? What? <laughs> Johnson. Inasmuch as he, he liked to wear women's clothes, didn't he? No, you're thinking of, yeah, you're thinking of Jagger, yeah. Yeah. Inasmuch as uh, he would want it in the stuff and needs things. If you go down and keep reading, it says, quote unquote, even I had to continue to a degree of my responsibilities as, as Inspector General of the CIA. Even though my very capable deputy, Herman F. Hagen, carried the bulk of the load. That's my grandfather, Herman F. Hagen. Wow, very nice. And there it is, right there. Nice. Herman F. Hagen. That is my direct grandfather who basically did all the work for the CIA. He's in his grave doing spinning shit because of this damn <laughs> coffee crap. 
because this is what's happened with all of his work, they predicted the pumpkin spice season had begun. <laughs> That's where our money went. Next question. <laughs> Kev, what's your news? Hey, thanks. <laughs> Australian police hunt for cowbell thieves. Apparently, apparently, what is abhorrent? That's anger, right? Abhorrent. Abhorrent. That sounds like a uh, workout machine. Hey, I've been working on the abhorrent machine. <laughs> Getting my stomach all pissed off. Vienna, APF, Australian police. This is uh, Austrian, excuse me. Vienna, Austria. Police say Monday were, they're hunting for thieves who stole over a dozen cowbells from cows grazing in the west of the country. Nice. Yeah, of course, people may wonder why someone would steal cowbells. Bernard Gruber, a police spokesman, said from the Austrian police force. That's easy well, enough to figure out. It's very true, because I, I know the real reason, because company like uh, Paste, you know, the symbols, Pacey. No. And uh, Zildjian. You never heard of Pacey symbols? Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. And uh, Zildjian and uh, uh, CB and all those others, they make their own cowbells. Why not buy him from some Austrian dude who's getting him off the black market? Right. And taking him from the cows. And now there's a bunch of cows running around, and unless they go, you won't know they're there. That's true. Because there's none of that donga donga, donga donga. <laughs> I know what those thieves had, Kev. Do you know? I don't know. What do they have? <laughs> what was wrong with them? Were they slightly ill? They had a fever, Kev. Did they have a fever? Yes, and you know what the cure was? What was that cure for? More cowbells. I got a fever. <laughs> and the fever. The cure. I just spilled coffee all over my dinghy. Do you put your pants on one leg at a time? I put my pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. But when your pants are on, you steal cowbells, right? I like to steal cowbells. <laughs> you know, I have, I have a fever. Uh... And the only cure is more cowbell. That's right. That's right. Hey, you want to do some music? No. How about a quick interview with Lindsay? Let's do that instead. Okay, then. Guys, I'm sorry. It's just mostly embarrassment. I go through this. When we do a show repeated because I screwed up the first time. <laughs> and I didn't. The sound card did. But it's frustrating to go over it again, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We both are wearing purple shirts. We are wearing our purple shirts. And that's Ralph, and my Ralph Wiggum for this evening. That's a <laughs> yeah, we're both wearing purple shirts. <laughs> my nose would stop bleeding if I quit sticking my finger up there. <laughs> uh, okay, it's time for our quick interview. Okay. <laughs> and now, Zub's interview, short and sweet. I'm here with an anonymous friend who's too tired to do this, but we're going to do it anyway. Oh, my God. Hey, Lindsay. How <laughs> <laughs> am I anonymous? Have you said my name? <laughs> Five. Favorite time of year and why? February. It's my birthday. Okay. That's not really a time of year. That's a month, but that'll do. <laughs> so you mean winter? No, I really hate winter. I just hate February. <laughs> No, uh, fall time is my, is my favorite. Perfect answer. That's mine, too. Four. 
Simpsons or Family Guy? I have to go with Family Guy. Why? Um, it doesn't matter. It's the wrong answer. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't watch either of them. So. Okay, well, that's fair then. That's better than <laughs> just Family Guy. All right, question number three. Actually, oh. <laughs> I really do like Homer Simpson. He's funny. Thank you. Okay, we're back in the good graces. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You're doing really good at this. Three. If you had to choose for a morning side dish, what would it be? Bacon or sausage? Sausage. Okay, we're just going to go with the yes. That's like the best answer. I don't eat bacon. And I have to sometimes because it's on sale. <laughs> if you were a leprechaun. Oh, my Lord. And you had to find your pot of gold. What part of the country would it be in? What part of this country would this it be? This country. Mm. <laughs> what part of this country would it be in? Florida. Florida is a good place to find your pot of gold with Lucky Charms. Yes, I love Florida. Last question. One. Lindsay, do you love me? Of course, always. Thank you so much for your time and your answers. And uh, I hope you find your pot of gold in Homer Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lindsay. I love Lindsay. I'll miss Lindsay. I don't get to see her enough, but uh, she's a friend you work of mine. With her? That I, I, I could say I used to. How long have you known Lindsay? I've known her about six years. We've been oh, good friends, okay. and um, I run into her from time to time at at uh, uh, Cumbies, which is. Do you have Cumberland Farms where you are? No, we did in New Jersey, though. So I see her at Cumbies once in a blue, and uh, hang out with her once in a. She had a beautiful daughter recently. Well, it's probably a year ago now. But that counts, right? Sure. That could be recent to some people. Yeah. Hey, do you want to do some music with um, Kafira? No. Right. It's coming up right here on Please Stand By, your station for the best in comedy and music. Right here on Please Stand By. Yes. Buggy poo. Hi. I love you. I love you. You smell like raindrops in the summer. <laughs> you smell like raindrops in the fall. Put on your pants, let me touch your balls. Hey. <laughs> hey, I got so sick and I was thinking I'm tired of always breaking my ass. Trying to make you love me. Well, it's not going to happen, so you can stop breaking your ass. It doesn't matter if if, uh, you try, right? Try what? If you try to love me, if you... You know, I'm going to record this video of us together. No. For the Patreons. Oh, great. Sorry, I already hit record. Yeah, I see that. (laughs) Yep, sucks to be you. thinking how nice it would be if you and I did something different. No more hitting on you all the time with the... Say my name. None of that. All right. 
I'm going to try some jokes. Okay, good. I thought that would be fun. Good. Maybe you'll respect me as a woman. <laughs> I don't hear anything. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to say? No, let's hear the jokes. Would you respect me as a woman? I don't respect you as a person, so. Oh. Yeah. Anti-humanist. <laughs> mm. That's right. Hey. I don't like people. You don't like people? No. Poor Sarah. She's the only people I like. What about your parents? They're good. What about your friends? Uh, I only have one friend. Is it Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> hey, f- this is mine. This is my bit. Oh. Yeah, but he loves me. I don't give a sh- <laughs> This is my bit. You stay out. Uh. So. Hey. Hey. Why do I, why couldn't a bicycle stand up by itself? Why not? It was too tired. Because <laughs> it has two tires? Yeah, I got you. Hey! Hey. What concert only cost 45 cents? Which one? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. <laughs> Okay. Why do melons have weddings? Why? Because they're cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, I almost dropped my congress. Oh, that's too bad. I got them. Can I see them? Yeah. Show me your bongos, Kafir. Here they are. <laughs> <laughs> Not those bongos. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was, that was, uh, when we're playing to camera. Yeah. That's what that was. <laughs> We were playing the camera. Uh, there they are. Oh, those don't look like bongos to me. Bongos are only two. Congas. Oh, kungas? Congas. Okay. And this. You kept saying bongos, though. This is a bongo. Hi, Jerry. Oh, Jerry's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more, and we're finished this whole bit. Hey. Hey. Did you ever hear about the guy who invented Lifesavers? No. Really? They say he made a mint. (laughs) 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 Why did Kevin struggle with the soundboard? I'm out of breath. Hey, what did you listen to, Ferga Poo Poo? Uh, I listened to Brian Wilson live at the Roxy, but for an unfortunate reason, uh, Nikki Walusko from the uh, Brian Wilson's band passed away. He was very young. I think he was in his 50s. But he was a guitar did- player for Brian Wilson's band and also for the band The Wonderments. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know what that was the first time you talked about him, but I checked him out. Yeah. Did you? Yes, I did. Yeah. And very Beatle Beach Boys influence band. But uh, I don't think they've recorded anything. I don't think they're a band anymore, but they all play with Brian Wilson and his band, so. Yeah. 
So this was a gig in the early 2000s that he played at the Roxy in LA, I guess. CBD oil? Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Sends <them> over. That's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> and he played a lot of the Beach Boys songs and a couple of his solo stuff, solo songs. Mm-hmm. And the the weirdest thing about this, are you familiar with the song Brian Wilson by Bare Naked Ladies? It's on their first yes. album. Yes. They did that song. So he's singing oh. about himself. <laughs> now that's awesome. It is so weird. It is very that's weird. That's awesome. That's uh that's awesome. It's I a like it's that. a really good show. It's a lot of the only thing I don't love sometimes is like the harmonies because it's not the Beach Boys and you can tell. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean that does you know, make sense. They're brothers you're and family. They all blend. of their talents together. You're just having one guy. Yeah, yeah. They blend really well. I understand. And they do approximate the Beach Boys harmony, but it's just not It's not quite there for me. I mean, I enjoy it, but I'd rather... Like the, when they did Smile, uh, he finally recorded the album Smile because he abandoned it in the 60s, and he recorded it with this band. Yeah. And there's so much... Uh, well, now there's... Uh, even more stuff that's out there, but there was a lot of stuff available on bootleg before he, right before he did the album. And I just like that so much more than the the stuff he recorded with his, his new band. But now there's a whole box set out and you can get all kinds of smile outtakes with the beach boys on it. So that's good. Yeah. The smile box set. Yes. Um, I have in my computer, I, I found where I could download God only knows the beach boys acapella version. Yeah. And wouldn't it be nice, uh, acapella version from the stacks of vocals mm-hmm. site. And, um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. To, to There's a lot that, going on. It's haunting to hear mm-hmm. that. And, and you hear slightly the music in the headphones that were on his head during the, the recording of the yeah, song, but like oh mine when you, when you edit the show <laughs> before your hearing aids. Uh, yes. <laughs> I've noticed that. Thank you for mentioning that. Now that your hearing aids are on, I don't hear your headphones slapping back at me. Well, we haven't, you haven't heard any yet. I will. Okay. We'll see. See how it goes, Kev. All right. Well, I'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Fine. Yeah. What'd you listen to, Kevin? I'll tell you. Nobody asked you, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Ferg. Wow. And you know what? I need new glasses because that looked like the button that said. Nobody asked you, Kevin. That's what that button looked like. <laughs> That's right. Everything looks the same. I have an eye doctor appointment this weekend. On okay, Saturday. good. So we'll see what comes of that. Well, I listened to Winger by Winger. Did you? Winger by Winger. Winger it was a band. I'm, I'm just going to go into it, baby, because, oh, I love Winger. I don't care what anybody says. It's a, it's a an American band. Mm-hmm. It was an American band, and they were released through Atlantic Records in 1988. It was the first album. He's done some music before then, but they were known as glam metal. Glam metal, I think, is an improper ter- term for these guys. I think it was more like true, awesome, uh, glamorous metal. <laughs> Progressive metal is another thing they were given. Really? Do you remember? Do you remember the song "Man Late"? No, I don't. Do you remember the song "Hungry"? No. Well, everyone remembers. She's only seventeen. Yes. Seventeen. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. Oh boy. Whose daddy said 
that the father of the, of the girl, that guy, that guy, that guy tried his best to keep Mr. Kip Winger. Kip was his first name, by the yeah. way. Uh, Kip Winger off of his 17 year old girl. And he went in there and said, screw jail time. <laughs> I'm going after the 17 year old. Yeah. Then they did Without the Night, which didn't go anywhere. Um, they covered Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix and did a pretty Ooh. good job of it. It's very, very, very glam metal. It's just like mm. juicy metal. And then everything else sucked until you come to <laughs> Heading for a Heartbreak on the end of side two. Heading for a Heartbreak. Headed for a Heartbreak is my utmost favorite song of all time. Okay. If, if an angel came down from heaven and said, Kevin, <laughs> you are going to die. But to save your life, you must pick one song. What shall it be? I would say Aaron G., because I like Aaron G. I think it's an awesome song. I wouldn't pick that over him. <laughs> you ever hear Aaron G? You know what I'm talking about? Aaron the G-string? Yeah. 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 Well, especially when she takes it off. Oh. 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 Kevin. No, not her. But, you know, just the ladies and gentlemen. I shouldn't have played that one. Sarah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean you personally. Thank uh, you, Kevin. You're welcome. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so, Headed for Heartbreak, it starts out, you know. Darling, don't wait up for me. Tonight I won't be home. Tell him, girl. You become a stranger. I just got to be alone. Don't need nobody on my side to turn the plate I'm on. So don't be looking for love. Oh. Cause I'll be waiting to ramble on. <laughs> Ferg has so much patience with me. Thank you. You're welcome. It builds up and builds up and builds up. And then at the end of the song is when, if you listen to the drums, they get harder and harder and harder. And it just causes this huge heartache, heartbreak. It's just like a heart attack coming on. And it's so cool. I just, I love this song. I love the synths. I love the guitar solos. Good. The way it was written, the way it was built. And it's beautiful. Thanks. All right, something new. I want to make a point of this in the future, that if you have a question for Ferg about music, you can ask it. And this is now we're going to initiate the very first question right. brought on by Mr. Doug McCoy. Doug. McCoycast. Ask your question. I miss him. I do too very much. Hi, Kevin, Ferg, uh, Kafira, Bob Shermack, and uh, the entire Please Stand By crew. I've been listening uh, to your show, and I've also been listening to some uh, Monkees uh, songs and some Beatles songs, but they're probably not the ones that Ferg uh, most commonly references. I've been listening to the Monkees uh, song, That Was Then, This Is Now, that uh, used to air on uh, Nick Rocks after the uh, Monkees had their little kind of Nickelodeon revival there. Uh, I think that was about the mid 80s and also uh, some of the uh, George Harrison stuff like uh, uh, 
Back When We Were Fab, I think is uh, one song that he did. And uh, I've Got My Mind Set On You uh, was another one that they used to play on Nick Rocks. And I was wondering what Ferg's opinions are uh, on both of those uh, phenomena, I think is how you would put it, uh, on both the Monkees revival that happened there on uh, Nickelodeon uh, along with the reunion tour. I I know that that Mike didn't reunite, but Peter, Dave, and uh, Mickey did. And uh, then also George Harrison's... uh, mid-80s stuff that was coming out on uh, Nickelodeon. So, Ferg, if you've got some comments about that, I would love to hear them. Ferg? Um, Well, do you want to do the... (laughs) Afterwards. Afterwards, afterwards. (laughs) Well, Ferg... Yes. As you heard, um, he wants to know what the deal was with... uh, How did he put it? Phenomena. The the phenomena? Phenomena. 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 I was very excited about the Monkees reunion tour, um, mainly because the uh, albums were re-released because they were out of print. The regular albums, all they had out were greatest hits albums. And then they put out the then and now best of the Monkees with the that's on that you mentioned that that was then this is now. And um, uh, what was the other choose the songs that they did anytime, any place, anywhere and kicks. I believe they did, too, on that record. So I had three new songs on there. Uh, a lot of the older greatest hits from the sixties. Um, it was just, it was great. I went to see him at great adventure, six flags in New Jersey. Uh, I think cool. I cut school to go see them. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, and that makes it better. Believe it <laughs> it might've been the summertime. I'm not, I can't remember exactly when I have the ticket stub somewhere, mm-hmm. but yeah, I really, I enjoyed it very much and got to see the TV show again. They brought it back first on MTV. They had the, I think they did it twice. They did Pleasant Valley Sunday where they played all the monkeys episodes in a row. And then it eventually came back to uh regular syndication because it, I, I watched it in the seventies and then it disappeared in the eighties, early eighties. I think. You mean MTV used to play music? Yes. Wow. Weird. Yeah. The George Harrison album, uh, cloud nine. I love that record. It's really good. Um, I think got my mind set on you was the last Number one hit by an ex-Beatle, if I'm not mistaken. I got my mind on you. And then uh, done by uh, Weird Al. <laughs> the song is just six words long. <laughs> I don't haven't heard it. No. But the, the George Harrison album is really good. I'm glad that he uh, had a little bit of a resurgence there in the 80s. The only problem I have with that was that uh, it kind of... Gave birth to the whole Jeff Lynn, everything sounds the same movement. Like the Traveling Wilburys came out after that. It sounded a lot like the George Harrison album. And then Tom Petty, Full Moon Fever. Um, Roy Orbison's solo album that came out right after he passed away. They all kind of sound similar. The drums especially. I I didn't care for that. It's always so. the same mix kind of thing. It's, I guess he just uses same the same kit. tricks with everybody, I guess. Yeah. He's no Mutt Lang. No, that's for sure. So then that answers his question. Of course. Yes. And please know that you guys can definitely send in recordings, send it, use your phone, record a little voice message for Ferg, ask him any question on any, any album or any song or anything. Sure. And, and we'll make that a section. Ask yeah. Ferg. Thanks, Doug. That'd be good. Thank you, Doug, for your input. 
we love you, Doug. And um, I totally appreciate anything that you could do to add and enhance our show. I think there's something wrong with your mouth. <laughs> so, I love that draw. <laughs> yeah, and I miss him. All right, Ferg, you want to play some gamey? Sure. I feel a little gamey tonight. Do you? Did you take a shower? Yeah, I did, actually. I think it's because I had a glass of wine with dinner. Oh. Okay. It makes me feel a little ornery. All right. It's like, ah, the f- <laughs> Yeah. All right. Can I borrow a quarter? Sure. Give me a... I found a treasure <laughs> house of music. The sound engine... <laughs> Give me that quarter. Glug, 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 glug. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> hi, Sarah. Hi, she, he says hi. <laughs> wow. Remember what? the days when she used to respect me? <gasps> I love you! <laughs> she came in and waved. What? Said so you came and waved. Oh. <laughs> hi, Sarah. <laughs> Your wife is so beautiful. Thank she is. Her. What are we doing? <laughs> Thinking about your wife. <laughs> Tell her we're thinking about her. Yeah. She she went outside. Back out. Outside? Not outside. Is that how you treat her? She, yeah, she sleeps Go in the, back. Sleeps in the shrubbers. Get, get in your kennel. <laughs> um, what, what do you got? What did you play? Oh, oh, oh. God. That was a way off. This is because it's on a Wednesday and we're redoing a show, guys. We're yeah. not in our loop. I'm all messed up. And um, we're not going to do it this Friday, obviously. Friday. Right. After and Friday. I can't do it next Friday. Not what's next Friday mean? The fa- this Friday after next Friday. After this Friday. What? Are you busy? Yeah. You want to do it uh, the Friday after then? Yeah. Okay. The 21st, I think, or 20th. Good Lord. Yeah. We're missing all that pumpkin each year. <laughs> we got plenty of time. Yeah, I could use time to get some more content. I'm yeah. out. Should I go now? Mm, yeah, you might as well. All right. So usually when I fire up the 2600, I play Adventure because it's my favorite game of all time. And I don't know if I've actually... Have I talked about it on here? You talked about it, I think, in one of the first couple of episodes that we've done together back in the 8, 9, or 10, or 11. Oh, but, really? But well, we weren't doing video so games long. then. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah. It's just so weird. But I'm sure you've talked about this Atari with many people and on your own show, but I don't think we discussed it here. Okay. Well, Adventure is a game from 1980 for the 2600. And it's I think basically we all like, know what it is, Ferg. What? I think we all know what it is. Do you? Okay. Well, then you, what's your game, Kevin? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Um... You have to, um, so the evil wizard has hidden the chalice that bitch. somewhere in the castle and you're, you have to bring it back. You have to find it and bring it back to the gold castle. Uh, depending on the game, you have three dragons that will chase after you and also a bat who will take stuff from you. That and it's, it's a small game. It's not huge, but I mean, when I was a kid, I loved getting lost in the game. Yeah. It, Cause the map doesn't make any linear sense. <laughs> Not only linear sense, but it's so darn bland and blank. That yeah, there's no, there's hardly any sound. The right. dragons are actually scary when they chase after you, especially the red one, because he, 
he goes really fast. And that's the brilliancy of it because it's such a slow paced, mm-hmm. non-graphical game that your imagination takes over. Yeah. And then when something like that happens, you're like, <laughs> and then it's time for some action and then you got to get going. And it also had the first discovered Easter egg in the game. Or the first and publicly it, discovered Easter egg, which is right. uh, Warren Robinette's uh, left his name in the game for you to find. You had to do a certain uh, couple things to see his name. And I remember my friend Kenny and I found it one day. We knew about it. We had heard about it and we knew where to look and basically where to look. And then we did find that there was a little dot you have to find, a little tiny pixel, and you have to bring it to a certain room and then you'll be able to find the secret room where his name is. And it was really, really cool. Any tricks with the uh, controller where you had to do a pattern or was it just strictly find the mega No, it's just find a little dot and then you have to bring a couple items into the room so the gate will open for you. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And was that, this- uh, years later, I saw my friend Greg playing Zelda. I didn't know what it was on the NES. And he took a bomb and blew a hole in the wall. So he had like a secret room in there. And that made me think of adventure. And that yeah. made me want to get Zelda, which is basically a hypercharged version of adventure, which I love it that is. too. Yeah, it, That's exactly right. Yeah. Did this come out in 1979 or 80? There is questions about that. I think it was 1980. Is Warren still alive? Yeah, but he doesn't know because he had left the company by then. So. So there wasn't anything like release dates back then like there is now. They just started appearing. So it's just like God. It was always there. For me. Yes, basically. (laughs) No, I mean, like nobody knows when they put it out. That no, no, they don't. They can p- kind of pinpoint it to late 79 or early 1980. I think wow. I bought mine in, I want to say really early 81, because I think I bought it with Christmas money that we got the Atari in December of 1980. Mm-hmm. And then I think I bought it either at Tiny Tots or uh, Consumers. Inevitably, there must have been a date where this was released, and it surprises me with today's technology and the way that we have historians and blah, blah, blah. We can go back and dust off a freaking arm from a dinosaur and then carbon date it exactly to this location, but we can't figure out when the hell Atari's <laughs> adventure came out. Well, they didn't, like I said, they didn't have specific release dates. They didn't have, you know, stuff you had to hold till a certain day, so drives me crazy yeah i remember um when i was working at sam's club one of the new harry potter books was coming out i think it was the fourth one mm-hmm. and we got it like three or four days before it was supposed to come out and it was in the back and i really wanted to go grab it and read it you should have <laughs> what would have stopped you to do that no that would have gotten in trouble for that morals yeah your morals got in the way what did you play kev something immoral oh really yeah I played, oh, Far Cry 3. I forgot what it was. Yeah. I played Far Cry 3. I'm going backwards. Would it be a first-person shooter, Kev? Would it not? (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Randall. I (laughs) Yeah, Randall. You know what I want to do? I want to put Randall in a first-person shooter game with me. Oh. That's it. That's a challenge to you, Randall. Join me in a Far Cry room. You can be my partner because they do allow friendly shooting. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I'll be like, hey, Randall. Uh, <laughs> Randall, get up. Oh, um, 
Far Cry 3 is a first-person shooter game. I'm kidding, Randall. I do love you very much. And thank you for listening all the time. God bless you. And thank yes, you for thank you. promote. Thank you, Randall. In all seriousness, I love you. I would never shoot you anywhere that would invade your production of humans in the future, if you know what I mean. Nope. I wouldn't shoot his pee-pee. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I wouldn't shoot his pee-pee. Okay. No shooting in the ding-ding. <laughs> Maybe the arm or the leg to slow him down. What I would do first is let him go, run, give him a 10-second head start. I'd chase after him. I'd shoot him in the heel because that'll make him gimp. Mm. And then he would drop and roll. And then, you know, the hands come up. No, no, no. Unless he's smart, he'll grab for his sidearm. And he'll, <laughs> he'll shoot me before I shoot him. But most likely, since I do have the, uh, you know, this codes and the secrets, I know how to get the shredder, which is this... Uh, fast shooting uh, you know 60 bullets a second kind of thing so mm-hmm. and you know he had to shoot his hands so he couldn't get the sidearm right right i would definitely keep him alive as long as possible <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh you know he'd be pulling himself with his pinky trying to get away all right tell me about the game then, then i shoot the pinky um <laughs> far cry 3 is a first person shooter and it's a video game developed by ubisoft montreal and ubisoft in general and that's not what it says it's just ubisoft and uh it's a great game they got three four five six and six is more like uh it's like an add-on to five and i've talked about that new dawn game before that's one where there's a nuclear explosion and then they basically stay underground for like five years and then come oh up right yeah everything's all pastel colored and animals have like uh, been meshed in with nature so there's like trees growing out of bears and it's really freaky what they've done but uh and you craft weapons in the other one by you know using parts of cars and parts of uh hardware store bits and this and that and screws and stuff and then you make these little shooters that it's pretty cool randall would not survive any of those <laughs> all <weapons> right <laughs> if he and i were um, but in this third one, uh, that's when they really started doing intense graphics, like the 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 way that the the faces were were vocalizing the words. And this game came out back in 2012, which means in 2010 and 11 they were doing face mapping for acting onto the video games. Oh, okay. And when the guy talks, it looks real. When he makes a face, it, he got expressions instead of just a plain old pop, 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 pop mouth. And we must save the others. Yes, we shall. Come on. None of that. It's more like, yeah, you got a problem. We'll get you. And they talk like I talk right now. Right. And it was a great game. I love uh, Far Cry 4 because when that was released in 2014, it came with a map editor. You could build your own maps. And I've got a ton of those on Steam. Just type Zerbinator in the search for Far Cry maps. If you have Far Cry 4, type Zerbinator under search under creator. And I've got like seven to ten of them, I think. And I'm working on right now. Tonight, Shelly was listening to our previous episode of Please Stand By. And I was working on a map while I was listening with her. Nice. And you're a funny motherfucker, Ferg. <laughs> We were laughing. We were having a good time. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And um, so that's what I played. Good. It's time for our ending song choice. Okay. This song is called Run, Randall, Run. (laughs) It has a lot of bullets in it. um, This song, Mm. I'm going for it, baby. It's that time of year. George Papa Theodoro is our traditional song we play every year now. It's the end of summer. It's time for the boys of summer. Performed by 
George Papatheodoro. You can go to romanticmusic.bandcamp.com. That's R O well, that's Roman and then T I Q U E <laughs> Music. Dot bandcamp.com. I always had trouble spelling romantique until he decided to use it for his name. And uh, he's in Greece and I love him and he's been on the show before and I definitely yeah. want to have him back on before Christmas. He's a good guy. He's a wonderful guy. And as a matter of fact, can I go ahead and ask you now? Maybe he can join us in uh, three weeks? Sure. Would that be okay with you to have George on? Sure. I'll ask him if he feels like doing it. Okay. So, George... Here's a, a question now. Would you like to be on the show? And then I'll talk Come to you. Come on the show, first. Georgie. Come on, Georgie. We like having you on. We, we do. Think, we think you're damn sexy. Mm, yeah. No clue. But just take, <laughs> take that. There you go. Can't find this one right here. George. <laughs> there you go. So, so that's it. Now we're going to... Go ahead and end the show. Uh, Ferg is going to say some really sweet things, and uh, the night will be over. So let's do it. You ready, Fergo? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Because of the hearing aids. I didn't get that the first time. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else to do. <laughs> That's perfect.
inside my head said don't look back you can never look back i thought i knew what love was but did i know those days have come forever i should just let them